0: Hey, 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 welcome back to the finale part two, and we gonna hope it's not a finale part three. I keep saying, I keep on saying we are gonna go to the next season. I keep saying that. No, okay, but it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I promise it's coming. All right. So the reason why I'm doing a part two is because I wanted to go back on the validity part of When you are getting your information with this whole vetting dating process. Uh, In the last episode, I talked about fidelity and reliability, but I didn't hone in on validity. Okay, so I want to make sure I make all three of those clear. So starting with validity, I like to think of... When you are doing research, I'm thinking of like academia, college, universities, and how the validity is the process of how you measure true information, that you receive true information with the least amount of biases in the way. So the tool that you use has to itself be a valid tool to yield valid results. Okay, let's make that a little bit more concrete. Let's start off with your mindset. Now, regardless of what strategies you decide to use to pull data that shows a true picture of somebody, whether you're trying to figure out their moral compass, whether you're trying to figure out their personality, whether you're trying to figure out their motives, regardless of your strategies, if your mind is not at its, how could I say this, its purest form, even though you're not perfect. But you want to be very conscious and intentional about removing and getting around, and you can only do this by being aware, getting around your biases and prejudices when you are obviously using your lens, because your lens is your perspective, right? And your perspective is uh, skewed by the ideas in your mind about how things present themselves based on your past experiences and based on your past exposures. So you may not be able to get rid of all your biases and all your prejudices, but if you're aware of them, and it will help you to be more sober so that you can pull true information, okay? And I even mean sober literally Because if you start getting under the influence of external pleasurable uh, things that alter your mind, you can name those for yourself, then your lens is really going to be skewed, okay? So, you got to be as sober as possible. So, you need the least amount of pleasurable things that can smoke screen you as well. So you have these things that outside of you that can alter your mind, these substance things, substances that people use. You already have your prejudices, your biases, and then you have whatever the activity is that you're doing on the date that can bring extra pleasure. So you have all these things working against you that you want to pick through and remove. As much as possible of so you can clearly get the true information you're looking for. Okay. Hope you caught all that. So going back to validity, when I think of gathering true information, I think of how your tools, your strategies have to have multiple modes of getting the information. When I think of a classroom, I think of how a good teacher, a good educator, I should say great or exceptional, off the Richter scale educator, presents instruction and assessments using multiple strategies that allows a student to use multiple learning styles. Okay, so not only to use them, but to to use their own learning style, should I say, that's what that's what I mean by that. So you have this classroom that's full of students that want to learn and they're eager and you need to get information from them so you can find out what type of student you have. So, you know how to teach them and what they need to know. Right. So anyways, you need to know what their learning style is, and you do that by presenting information in different ways and seeing how well they respond to the strategy you just used. Okay, so this is the same with adults. If you're just using verbal and you're just talking and this person is a talker, I mean, this person, well, this person could be a talker, but if this person is not a talker, that means... That's not a valid tool to use to get information out of this person to get to know who they are, to get to know their character, their personality and their motives. Okay, so you would want to try another strategy. Maybe they're the type of who needs to show you type of person that needs to show you better than they can tell you. So if that's the case, then you need to put them in situations or create situations where they can actually do something to show you what type of person they are, okay? So you may not just be sitting down having dinner. You may not just be sitting down having drinks and it doesn't have to be alcoholic, it could be non-alcoholic, okay? But you need to do activities where they can actually show you if they're competitive, if they can actually show you how they respond when they don't get their way when they're losing a game. So those are just two quick examples other than just sitting talking. Get up and actually do something for those students, I'm saying students for those for those people who actually need to show you better than they can tell you. Also, what if the person is more of a visual? Well, then maybe your interaction should be around showing them pictures and showing them videos, like literally like use use this social media to your advantage, like make conversation around maybe some YouTube clips or some some quick memes or or quick IG videos or, you know, something, Snapchats, and, and ask them what they think about it, you know, because maybe you explaining it to them isn't clear enough and you have to show them, you have to give them a visual to get the best response out of them. Um, because remember, we want them to understand what your questions are and we want them to understand the topic that you're bringing to the table that you want them to comment on. Because remember, you're trying to get the truest information possible about where their mind is, okay? And vice versa. Maybe, maybe you want them to show you videos. Maybe you want them to show you pictures or memes and different things from social media. Maybe you're, maybe you bring books to the table. Maybe you bring uh, different kinds of reading material. It could be a magazine. It could be a news article uh, with some pictures in it. But we we have to use all the modes of material possible. To bring and yield the best results of where somebody's mind is. And you can't do that without them understanding you. Okay, someone can't truly answer your question if they can't truly understand your question. Someone can't truly add to the conversation if, you don't, if they don't truly understand the conversation. I mean, they might bring up something great, but it may not be what you're talking about. And that could shift the conversation, which could be a good or challenging thing could be I don't want to say bad but it may not it may give you information but it may not be the information you're looking for okay so and that's another thing you got to watch out for because educators are taught and trained in their professional developments that hey if you're looking for this specific type of information make sure your assessment or your lesson and activities is literally centered around your your specific goal because if you want to know if somebody can count single if someone can do a, a single-digit addition. You're not gonna do a lesson where you talked all about where math came from, and you're doing um, talking about shapes and what color they are, and I mean colors they are. That it can be a beautiful lesson where it was exciting and the students were engaged. But by the end of the lesson, you get these assignments, and none of them have anything to do with adding single-digit numbers. So. Anyhow, anywho, just another nugget of yours, go in to the interaction, which some people like to call a date, with, with specific, intentional questions and topics, and that's the information that you are looking for. Make sure the environment, the quote unquote stage you're setting up, is conducive To bringing you information that is specific to what you are looking for. If you want to know if they're competitive, you don't go sit and go have drinks and talk about worldly, uh, world affairs. I mean, that would be pretty hard. I think to find out if they're competitive. I mean, you can find out if they're egotistical, if they disagree with you or not. I mean, I guess that's one way, but I'm sure there's The thing is to go for best strategies. That's the key. So I think the best strategy will probably put them in situations where they actually have to have a goal and they know they're competing and there's a win or lose or some points or rewards involved. So just wanted to throw that out there that, again, going back to validity, the whole point is you need true data, true information. You don't want to get a bunch of information that's not going to speak to the question that you have about this individual, okay? And you also want to make sure if if we tie this to reliability, because to me, the two go hand in hand. You also want to make sure that this is a, a reliable tool, as I explained in the last episode, a reliable tool where every time you use this tool, okay, maybe every time is a stretch, but most of the time you use this strategy, it gives you this type of information. So that will also help you with getting true information that you use a reliable tool that will always give you a certain type of information but then you want to make sure that this certain type of information you are getting is valid and it's only going to be valid if it fits the person's learning style their understanding style their thinking process style because see that's another thing what if the individual likes to think things internally first before they let it, let it out verbally, out loud? Well, then that means you need to give this person thinking time. Maybe it's something that you table and you put a pin in it and you revisit it on the next interaction, okay? Or maybe you revisit it by the end of the day. It depends on how long you want this interaction to be. So you got to keep that in mind. You can't just say, oh, because the person didn't answer right away that, you know, they, they are giving you false information or they're trying to lie or they don't know what you're talking about. Some people actually need to internalize and process the information on the inside before it comes out. And I mean, for a long period of time, like work it out in their head inside versus working it out outside. Now, if the person is someone who likes to work out the kinks of their thinking outwardly well, then you're going to have to have the patience to sit through them talking out loud and getting through their answer and stumbling and fumbling over their words. And it doesn't mean that they're lying. It, could, it means that they're working it out out loud and they're better at working out their thoughts out loud than they are in their head. So these are all the things that some of the things I won't say all some of the things you need to think about when you are trying to get information out of somebody. Um, Think of it like these science projects that I believe most of us grown up doing in elementary school and middle school and high school. You had your hypothesis and you couldn't get to the conclusion without having the proper material. And then you had to have the the proper steps for the method. And you had to have the proper environment, the setting for for where you were going to, to do this experiment. And without all of that being done, you couldn't come to a proper conclusion. So think of it that way. It's not that the person is specifically a project that you're working on, but we're talking about getting information you need, being able to come to a solid conclusion as best as possible. And we don't want to jump to conclusions based on how we feel in our gut. We don't want to make decisions. What's the word viscerally? Is that how you say it? visceral viscerally whatever so you don't want to come to decisions just based on how you feel I don't care if you are accurate a lot of times in your vibes and feelings at the end of the day you should want something that has its evidence that I mean you should have as much evidence as possible other than how you feel I think evidence coupled with how you feel would would be even better. All right. So let me go to my notes so I can make sure we wrap this up. Um, If I tie this back to fidelity from the last episode, fidelity would be the faithfulness in you using these tools. I want to go back to that. So if you're not going to use this reliable, valid tool with longevity and with time, because the way life is set up, characters proven over time, people's moral characters proven over time. Now, the personality that may show up faster because that's what they like, what they don't like. That is um, you can see what they're maybe figure out what they're doing in their pastime um, quicker than you can find out their moral character. And I mean, the two can go together. They go hand in hand, but I still think they're they're separate. At, at the same time, they have their difference. They have their specific their specific differences and so the moral compass may take longer to come out like their views on uh their biases and their prejudices and their views of the world and their views of the people around them race ethnicity gender those type of things may come out over time how they treat people if they're loving if they're forgiving uh, if they're spiteful that kind of stuff happens over time and um Yeah. And and then the motive, obviously, too. So personality, I think that might come up quicker because people they're typically on the date because they want to do things that they like, even if it's using you to get it done. So that's why I say you might find out the personality. You have a better chance to find out the personality quicker and you have to decide what's the priority for you. To me, I would say that character is my top priority over the personality And I'm not saying I don't want to know what the person that person's personality is. But if I find out we like a lot of the same things and then I want to commit to you. And then I find out later on that your character is a menace to society. I'm I'm, personality is not going to outweigh character. I'm going to want to leave. So before I start investing my heart, my emotions, uh, my resources, a commitment. I need to know what your character is like first because again, that's even going to go over um sex, for example. So, I don't want to be in a situation where I start investing my money, investing my body like sexual pleasures and then I get emotionally attached and then the character comes out because if the character comes out that they are a minister society, then what's going to happen is I'm going to start wanting to get out and with all the investment it's going to take Lauren to get out but my goal to get out will be at the forefront of my mind so why make the exit harder than what it should be just figure out the character on the front end I don't have to emotionally invest anything I don't have to invest my body I don't have to give up any resources and again time you can't get around that you are going to give up time but you can't get back and that's just the way things go now Will you end up putting out a little bit of money because things cost in life to to go out? I mean, I would say find as many free opportunities as you can to figure out this person's character. And speaking of which, I think a valid tool would be, as I mentioned in the last episode, not just focusing on how they treat you, but having multiple references which you would only be able to see if you've seen them in multiple group settings. What are they like with strangers? What are they like in certain, um, at certain, certain settings like a mall versus a plaza versus certain type of restaurants, fast food restaurants, um, dine-in restaurants? How are they around their family? How are they around their friends? And I mean, I know all that sounds heavy because some people don't want you around their family or friends until they know who you are, uh, until they trust you. So, you know what, that is the name of the game with all of this. That's why it's so, so messy and chaotic, because, again, it's like most of the modes of resources is you letting somebody into your life and. The date itself and interacting with someone is letting someone into your life, but you want to protect your most important assets, um, your most valuable assets, assets while you're going through this. And that's and I say your money is a very valuable asset because that is your 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 livelihood and your body because you only get one body. So those two things I say that you protect the most. And that's why I say that you should wait for marriage before you give it up. Anyways, in money, I think you can use that sparingly, but do your best not to uh, completely support somebody and invest thousands of dollars or even hundreds of dollars. Because, again, the more you please somebody and the more you invest in somebody, there's a higher chance that they will put on a bigger song and dance to keep getting that resource and you'll think that they really love you and they don't or you will be looking for a return because you're putting so much in and you want you 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 don't want to feel like you've lost so you're looking for a return anyhow anywho so let's quick go over these notes so we can wrap this up because again we want to go on to the next season about what you bring to the table all right moving right along here so Going on with feelings, make sure that you are looking for what it mean, what their words and behavior means to them, not what it means to you. And what I mean by that is, again, and I've mentioned this, I'm sure, in past episodes, because now I'm about to recap and be done. If what they're saying and doing, if you're focusing on Like, again, you might value money. You might value time. They might not value that like that. And you'll be thinking that they like you some kind of way. And they really don't. It's nothing to them. Another thing, too, is you might be focused on what they're doing and what they're saying and how that makes you feel good and that can make you think just because it makes you feel good that it must be a good thing and that's not necessarily true because again if the meaning behind their actions is to blind you and to steal from you then you would want to know that over how it makes you feel correct correct because even if it feels good doesn't mean that it is good and that's what we need to get to the bottom of all right moving right along Okay, finishing recapping all of these episodes. Make sure you're doing the process of elimination of their motives, and again, you can do that by being a human capital consultant by putting the information they give you into themes and figure out what are they suggesting of you, what are they requesting of you, because their motives will come out little by little because they're not trying to waste their time either. Anyhow, any hue. Please make sure that you are separating their motive from their true character and their false character. And remember, their false character can be pretending to be mean when they really are nice. Their false character can be that they are pretending to be nice when they really are mean. So you want to separate these three things. What is their motive? What is their true character? And what is their false character? All right. Use your wisdom to avoid attachment. Please use your mind over matter. But again, you have to have a sober mind. All right. Again, we already talked about using multiple strategies to get true information to match that person's learning style and their thinking style and how they send information, how they present information to them. You want them to be able to perform at their best when they are presenting information to you because you want true information. So set that person up for success, even if it's a successful failure. And what I mean by successful failure is that if they are putting on a mask of falsehood that you are so great at getting true information that their plan epically fails, and that is a success for you that you found out what they were truly trying to do. Anyhow, anywho, that rhymes true and who, moving right along remember they have an advantage over you and they also have a disadvantage vice versa you have an advantage over them and you also have a disadvantage figure out what those advantages and disadvantages are before you start investing too much time before you go in person depending on if you met them online if you already met them in person you just want to be mindful of how the, di- the date itself is working out because, again, if they have an advantage over you, that means that's your disadvantage and they're going to work that until you crack and crumble into their plan, okay, and vice versa. So, anyhow, again, know what your weaknesses are, know what your Achilles is, know what your your Achilles heel, make sure you know what your kryptonite is because you don't want them to have that advantage over you if they can work that kryptonite okay and whatever their blind spots spots are and their disadvantages are like if you know they're not quick on their feet with um coming up with information that means you maybe want to catch them off guard with asking them questions and what I mean by that is they're not a how can I put this um you don't give them a lot of time to prep and again, I know I mentioned earlier that if someone needs more time to prep, then at least on the second date, you can go back and compare information because I'm sure they would have processed the experience or reflected on it so that they can do a better job the next time. If there is a second interaction, Interaction if they hadn't blown it uh, epically, anyhow, anywho, so you want to try all kinds of strategies so that you have different data to compare again we want you to use fidelity which is faithfully using tools of validity and tools of reliability over time longevity okay you can't just say oh i had i i saw him around his family one time no maybe you need to see that multiple times Oh, I hung out with him and his friends one time. I got all my true information. No, you might get to see that multiple times, okay? Because you also have moods. People have different moods, okay? So you want to see them on different days of the week. You want to see them maybe right after after work. Maybe you want to see them in the morning. Different times of the day, people are changing. In different settings around different people, people are changing. And so again, if you want some reliable information, valid, true information... Then you want to make sure you have tried as many scenarios as possible with this individual. And again, not just verbally, but in different types of settings and different type of communication and different types of material being presented on the interaction. Maybe you can do icebreakers or bring bring some type of card game to the to the interaction and Maybe you can get more, more information out on them too. Because again, we want to make sure that the interaction seems organic. Because the more comfortable they are, maybe the more information you can get. Okay, we won't don't want it to be so much interview style where people are uptight. Anyhow, anywho, we want to be careful that again. You are making sure that you are not becoming somebody's meal ticket because that's sometimes what people are ultimately looking for. So find out what you have in common. And please do not get caught up in too deep of intimacy too early because they can take your mind, which means they're going to get the body. And you want to make sure your mind is reclaimed before you go into interacting. Make sure that you are whole because you want to be as sober as possible. And I believe I'm, I'm all done here. Nice, because it looks like I'm looking at notes for the next season. So I'm wrapping up. See you next season. Be there or be square.